0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy... The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. All you gotta do is trust me. The number one fuckboy, bitch. Been watching too much Freddy Krueger lately. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios my newly silent ghost, Arthur Gabriel Arthur. Give him a shout out. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studio's first time guest, long time friend from Murph Meyer. Self medicated. Self medicated. Self medicated. It's Murph Meyer. What up, Murph? <laughs> hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. That was a Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, I, I now, I feel bad for the listeners of high and mighty. Cause they've heard me say this, uh, like, uh, post script 11 times. I do have new upstairs neighbors who are working from home and they are loving it.
1: (laughs) I I imagine it's like a mix of uh, WWF and and drive time radio.
0: That's pretty much. You also describe my sense of humor right there. (laughs) Kind of 50, 50 between uh, classic WW attitude, error, WWF and Opie and Anthony. Yep. Macho Uh, man and ONA. That's exactly. That's (laughs) all I need. (laughs) Ooh, brother. Uh, And, It's always, I have no qualms about what I do for a living. I love it until I'm like in the driveway. My neighbor's like, hey, do you like, do you do a radio show or something from downstairs? And I'm like, uh, I heard you screaming a bunch of curse words and stuff. I'm like, yeah, sorry. I know you're like a medical professional FaceTiming with your patients. <laughs> you're
1: like, I just wanted to make sure, yeah, you weren't having a, a psychotic episode or yeah. if you're speaking to someone in particular.
0: No, I have a, no, it's my job. I make almost $900 a month doing it. So please back off. <laughs> 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 Don't take this away from me right now. Um, Murph, this is so fucking exciting uh, that you're doing this. I, we haven't We haven't spoken. We started catching up way too hard on the zoom and I was like, no. Fucking contentize this. This is content. Yes, yes, do
1: not shoot the WAD in the pre talk. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, you were revealing dark secrets. You're talking about working with Travolta, all this fucking <laughs> twisted ass shit. Your time in Scientology. I'm like, oh yep. man, we should have recorded some of this. That's it for me. <laughs> and you're like, actually, now I gotta run. If I can just plug my live stream, yeah. <laughs> leave four minutes in. We just did 56 <laughs> minutes of fucking awesome fucking dialogue, and they were like, action. Um <laughs> What's going on with you? Uh, you're you're doing these. Uh, I keep I called it medicated because I keep saying self-educated. Murph is self-medicated, which that's is sort true. of something I've known about you for a long time. Is that you are legendary storyteller? You have a bunch of wild ass stories. A lot of them, are, you know, are stem from your former life as an addict and your current life as a more socially acceptable addict. Correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a beautiful <laughs> phrasing, and that's yeah, that's exactly what it is because I. You know, I feel like a lot of the uh, you know a uh, 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 former heroin addict, current alcoholic is kind of how I how I phrase it. <laughs> and I I think, I think a lot a lot of people and you know you see a lot of a lot of people lot would of go, congratulations
0: there. like good right? work yeah
1: yes yeah you yeah you you're progressing uh, you're evolving <laughs> as a human yeah I, I think that's the kind of framing that uh, I think is a little bit different where we see you know there's a lot of podcasts out there about addiction and and you know, people's struggles with their substance use, uh, but it's a lot of it's in the past tense. A lot of it's, you know, in the, in the more abstinence based program treatment recovery kind of thing. Uh, and so I think this is a little bit different where it's, you know, there's a whole movement harm reduction movement is, is kind of, uh, you know, a thing that's gaining a lot more uh, uh, mainstream attention than it ever has before. And it's just, you know, it's just the idea that you're, you know, you're doing the best you can uh, kind of to get through and minimizing the more harmful uh, drug use. Uh, And so, for me, that was just uh, shooting up heroin for years, and I was like, "This is not one I can manage," and I (laughs) I don't know. famously,
0: it's uh, unmanageable. Like, uh, (laughs) very few people are functioning heroin addicts. Yeah, that's
1: true. That's true. You
0: don't hear that the word "functioning" used as a modifier for uh, heroin addicts.
1: Uh, Absolutely not. No. So I, you know, it's just booze and weed for me now, uh, with the occasional psychedelics and amphetamines as needed. Uh, That's my (laughs) self prescription.
0: But there is there is an element, like you're saying something interesting here because it was like um, sex and, and drugs for a long time and we're around similar age. Our generation growing up was like, say no, do nothing, it's bad. And that's the kind of shit that makes people curious. Um, and lying, straight up lying, kids hearing lies, whether it's about Mythical figures that bring you presents. Um, your parents' own history, the justifications for their rules and groundings. Any lie that you're told as a kid is a fucking Rosetta Stone for chipping away at trusting the adult world. Period. So and I, I'm try- walk, for yeah. Sake. I <laughs> yes. mean, after after I found that little little fib out, I my spiraled. I was like, I don't trust anything. Like, what? yeah, it's a fucking barometer. Then you're like, what else has my mom been lying about? What else have my parents been lying about? And you can forgive them for like uh, Christmas or like, well, the benefit was I was getting gifts and they were getting me to behave. But when you're like hear from adults, the whole, you know, whole time about how dangerous and how bad sex is, but from everyone else you hear how amazing it is, you have a hard time. But if your parents, if adult, I, and I'm a childless 40 year old fucking comedian. So like <laughs> take this, but I just think a lot more open dialogue. And, and, and I, this is what I appreciate about guys like you who I know, even even outside of comedy you're just f- truthful and forth forthcoming which is why i think you and i've always gotten along is because that's two things we pride ourselves on it was just like this is how i actually feel you know like, judge yep, me and, leave it. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're more than likely right that i am gross and i am wrong <laughs> i'm not saying you're wrong there i'm just being frank so like i just always feel like if your parents explained to you like well you know like if my mom would have been like And my mom and dad, who were drinking and smoking pot and were doing way worse drugs before they had me, were sort of like, and I think they were because they had to have known I was partying on the weekends. I'm in high school. You can't, like, leave for two five-hour shifts and come home drunk. (laughs) And your parents, like, and uh, my parents weren't, you know, parents of the 80s and 90s. Not there a lot, working weekends, working nights. So some excuses. But if they just have that talk, if your parents have a talk with you, it's like, it's bad. Like, don't go too heavy down this shit. And, like, yes, everyone in your school is drinking, but, like, you remember, it's a Friday and Saturday night thing. Or, you know, make sure you you got you still have your responsibilities. I, I want you to be able to get home safe. Never get in a car with a driver, you know? You yep. don't have to drink another. Like, there's no pressure to it. If you don't want to drink at all, you don't have to. Like, those dialogues aren't had you're only armed with like, it's bad. And then when every cool kid in your school and every hot girl and every handsome dude is all drinking and smoking (laughs) weed and you're like, and I'm not allowed, I'm not supposed to, I I feel like (laughs) popularity (laughs) might be right here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes the popular also to just say no. And you mentioned too, it's like we're we're our generation, the the, the classic uh, brain on drugs Kind of thing. Like the PSA is always talk to your kids about drugs, but don't just talk to them like fear monger your kids about drugs. Right. And it it didn't work. I don't know if you had the D.A.R.E. program. uh, We did. Yeah. What a nightmare. (laughs) that. What a fucking joke (laughs) that thing was.
0: We were talking about this on Action Voice. Rogers called it out. It's like we everyone remembers that that like thing that they laid out and it was just the coolest. It was Coke next to pot next to uh, like a, a whiskey uh, handle next to like a gun, a knife, a mirror, like condoms. It was just like, th- this is a party fucking tray, dude. Yep, yep, <laughs> it, yes. As soon as the teacher leaves the room and leaves you with like officer Dan, who's like breath,
1: breath stinks of, of, of a liqueur. You're just like, Oh, okay. So now it's time to party, right?
0: Let's lock that door. Yeah. Tell me more about this Acapulco gold brother. <laughs> <laughs> how do yeah. I get my hands on blue devils and yellow jackets? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tell me more. Do you have a, do you have a, do you have a pager number? I can, uh, I can, I can and, and yeah. And this was like n- 1992 to 96 is when I'm in like junior high, uh, junior high and high school, uh, like 94 to 92,000. And you're seeing a lot of that shit. And even when you're a kid, you're like, this is outdated. This is wrong. No kid says Acapulco gold. No kid <laughs> takes barbiturates yet. And meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, at, at my school at the time, like this is Long Island in the late 90s, early 2000s, like a kid is like, I twisted my knee. They're like, okay, well, here's a year and a half worth of Oxycontin. This <laughs> ought to get your knee better. And then it's like, hey say no to barbiturates. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are the fucking rules here, man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The prescription pads with the guy in the, in the,
1: in the, in the white coat is he's real loose with that script pad. Yeah. But, but yeah, I need to look out for some, yeah, some, someone uh, selling me some, some, some Acapulco gold in an alleyway. Yeah. I, I, it, it's funny. Cause I, I feel like that, that whole, and also just the bottom line with that shit is we, we, we've now seen that it was absurd at the time. Like you said, and I think we kind of knew it, but we also now have the day, like we've got a whole generation to look at. And it just doesn't work. Right. No matter what, even, even if your goal is to be puritanical and to try to be like, no, no sex, no drug. I mean, that shit just didn't, it didn't work. Obviously overdoses (laughs) are flying off. Like you said, the oxys, everyone's, you know, everyone's on something. Uh, And so I feel like that entire mentality, instead of just kind of, you know, even from the literal standpoint, reducing the harm with like harm reduction of the actual lives, people are going to live and you know, they're going to live them. We all human beings do, you know, we do what we want to do. So, and especially when you tell us not to, that's just. You know, most of us kind of have that personality to varying degrees. So I feel like it, it just didn't work, and it was costly. The whole punitive thing, the war on drugs, is just—it's a nightmare. It was it, not the right way to deal with this. And
0: yeah, it's not the right way to deal with like, uh, like, pe- it's people having personal problems. It's addiction is a is a is something you're going through. I don't problems not necessarily the right word, but it's some it's something you're experiencing. It's like an uh, a state of being that's hard. And then like the way, like. Even like your friends who are cops or people you know who are cops are like, Yeah, what, uh, what, what, how was work last night? Crazy. Had to arrest this lunatic. Oh, what was happening? They were like laying in the lobby of their building screaming bloody murder. It's like, Oh, they were going through an emotional, emotional disturbance or like a drug related hallucination. Yeah, yep, well, you yep. know, we locked them up. It's like, how frequently did you hear that? And like on the remove the police from it, how frequently do you like, there's someone stressing everyone in the neighborhood out. And it's like, oh, they, I think they're going through something. And then the way we approach that is make that illegal, criminalize yes. that yep. rather Chim- than like f- find out what's, what we can do to help this person.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think it's, it's funny cause it's easier. And the, the whole justification has always been for the war on drugs is, 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 is the, the funding and kind of just keep, they keep jacking up billions and billions of dollars every year they're spending. And it's like, they always say, well, and some of it goes to treatment. But in the reality is very little of it goes to treatment and the treatment that that, that it goes to is also punitive in a way. So yeah, I like treatment even, at
0: prison frequently.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. And you get a hot urine and it's like, well, yeah, we all, I mean, the guards, there's plenty of of, of uh, drugs to do here while you're here. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and we're just going to keep you here because you're just going to keep fucking having a hot piss. Like, you know, that's just the way that goes. So, it's, yeah, yeah it, it's been a very... Uh, very ineffective, to say the least, uh, and also obviously that you know the, the toll it takes on certain communities where, with the whole the whole crack thing of like the mandatory minimum sentencing and all that shit is like certain drugs then become yeah and like the three th-
0: the three strikes thing where uh, you know like the third strike could be you know open container <laughs> or whatever yeah it could be something yes. that is not worthy of eight years of prison <laughs> right right yeah, yeah. no so it's the it's, third it's, time you get caught with a blunt in your car is uh, a decade in jail that feels. Yeah. wrong that feels that's like the bad, a bad rule if you ask me
1: <laughs> yeah that's that one chalk that up that one up to uh, to to a shit rule and and yeah it's like yeah i mean it, even just the stigma behind it too is like that's the other reason why you know and, and each person has their own thing so i've i've had you know a lot of people in my family in aa uh and and kind of the 12 step abstinence thing and you know, there's there's a the thing I also like about harm reduction is it's all inclusive. So if abstinence is kind of your goal and that's what you're working towards, then that's also totally fine. Uh, it's just kind of that's been the mainstream. That, that's been the predominant way of of dealing with with people uh, uh, using drugs. And I think that's the other thing that it even leads to people within the, the drug using community, especially we're talking about more hard drugs, is that there, there's this still, you know, even within that there's looking down on people like, well, but these drugs are you know, th- th- those are gutter drugs. Like you, you yeah. do those, you know, here and, and, but, but this stuff is maybe okay that you can kind of work through and maybe had a hard time at, 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 you know, uh, at your, at your job as a, you know, hedge fund manager or whatever it was, you did some cocaine, but if you do any crack, you do any meth, do any heroin, get in the trailer park, get the hell out of, out of here or go to jail, you
0: know? Right. A- right. Yeah. There And it's that whole, it, it's this like stereotype of the drugs. It's all you saying harm reduction is just like, I mean, yes, that's a, that's a big thing that's on a small scale, this could mean things like the clean needle program or like getting people on uh, methadone or getting something on. It's not as, and would you say it includes even, and this is something, and this is all anecdotal based on just being a 40 year old man who lives in California and has been through the ringer. I see a lot of guys and gals I know who drank hard for 10 to 25 years who are now not drinking or minimally drinking, or, or a cold turkey, but smoking weed. And I, I even know a lot of people who went through the program, 12 Steps, and then, like, well now, like, just legendary guys, I'm like, this guy is like, when he was 14, was like, you know, fist fighting a cop, and now he's like, drinks two root beers and and smokes a bowl every night. And it's <laughs> like, that level of harm reduction where you're like, does that, is that included where, maybe for some people that is a worse drug because it can get you pinged for um uh, failing a drug test, but for some people it's like, I don't, smoke weed and drive you know i don't yell at my wife when i'm high i don't fuck you know i don't make yeah. insanely bad choices so for someone that yeah. could be a better experience
1: absolutely you just yeah you, you 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 chug root beer and, and binge the golden girls like that's yeah. that's that's the, that's the <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's my 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 dream anyhow uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm such a blanche.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. <I've, laughs> I'll see you on the Lanai, Murph. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Bar- roll roll that blunt. We'll we'll see you on the Lanai. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is part of it. I mean, I I think, and again, like a lot of a lot of the problems, a lot of the harms that come from that sort of use, we just keep, you know, keeps going back to the punitive nature of it. So it's like, again, there's always this like, well, what's the harm? Well, you could go to jail. And well, we could stop doing that. And then that harm would be completely removed from the situation. Uh, and yeah, I, I, think you do see that with a lot. I, I think green, what the hell is it called? Green, clean and green, green, clean. I don't know. What, but yeah, there, there's a whole kind of, uh, you know, philosophy of, of just weed, especially now that it's becoming more,
0: you know, Accessible. I mean, California.
1: Exce- yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people are, are, are in that boat of like, yeah, especially from the hard drinking crowd. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I no, no, no more fist fights, no more, you know.
0: It feels like a natural, weird, and again, this is so specific to me, so it's very myopic, but it also feels like a natural New York to California transition, where in New York, it's like, I have three hours to kill in between things. There are seven bars on this street. (laughs) I'm like, might as well. And meanwhile, in California, it's like, uh, there's no parking at that bar. All right, I'm just going to get high and watch a movie on my, you know, I'm just going to get high and sit in my backyard or whatever. I'm going to get high and go for a hike.
1: Uh, Yeah. So New York's still a boozier city. I think that's a fair assessment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's not really an outdoorsy city, which is a good spot for smoking weed. Like uh, Outdoorsy pairs well with weed, I feel like. And then you don't have to carry a a handle or take 12 pisses while you're on a hike because you had eight tall boys or whatever. Yep, yep. it certainly worked for me on a smaller scale. I was a drink five to seven nights a week guy for a long-ass time. Then I was like – then I was like two two nights a week of partying and then a couple of bourbons a night kind of guy. Then I was like, okay, no drinking at home, just partying. And then it was like, okay, now I'm just partying four to five days. And then I've just been like <laughs> trying to manage, and now I'm down to what we call California sober out here, which is just smoke spot and does uh, shrooms every once in a while. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> California sober, That's the yeah, that's the goal.
0: Yeah, I still only drink to celebrate. That's my what I have in my head now is like, especially now that we're not going to restaurants, drinking was always paired with like, I'm not going to go out to a steak dinner and then have like a seltzer. It sucks to not have red wine or whiskey or uh, or beer with that. But now that I'm not eating, I'm just eating at home. It's like, I don't need to fucking crack a beer right now. Let me just take a couple of more days off. (laughs) But I am firing up a fucking, we're recording at 2 PM. We'll be done by 3.30 p.s.t. I'll be sparking one immediately.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the, I mean, I think that's the, that's, that's the thing is like, and you, you hope that like all, everything will make it to that point, you know, that everything, all, all the drugs will just kind of be that thing of it's, it's, it's a matter of, cause you keep, you know, you kept saying this is individual to me. And, you know, I, I've kind of said that uh, too, for a long time, because practicing, I practice harm reduction. I, I haven't shot up in uh, any heroin in uh, almost 15 years in, in that ballpark. And so I kind Congrats, of- Congrats, by the way, that's good automatic. Shit, man. Hey, thanks. good stuff. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But, and you know, what's funny is then, you know, they say it to some people and then they're like, but didn't I see you drinking? Market? no, no, you saw me drinking. Yeah, I yeah, know that, that it's, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's just a different, it's a different thing. But, but I, I think that like that, what helped me with that is I didn't even know what harm reduction was uh, until the, maybe the last few years. And I just had been naturally kind of practicing it, it as like, this is just a way for me to kind of manage. Uh, and that's why self-medicated kind of is the, is the whole uh, thing lens I look at it through? Is because yeah, it's it's obviously that is what it is. Uh, you know, there's there's you
0: prescribed uh, it to yourself. I've a non medical professional, myself prescribed. Yes. But I do know myself better than most medical professionals. But I do. I, and, yeah. and you know what? I was
1: just starting out as a doctor, so I got on here. You know, I sued myself <laughs> for malpractice, and, and,
0: and now we settled out of court. Now now we're back. I'm again. rich and broke because I have sued myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm rich off myself. I have to claim bankruptcy, so it's complicated. But I should end up on top. Yeah. <laughs> uh can yeah, I that- can I ask I, I I'm sure you've talked about this in other forms but how how do you get how does not one but how do you murph get started doing heroin is it like that classic of just like starting to try everything and then Eventually, some dudes that are staying around. Well, I'll let you tell it. Well, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna guess the one time I've turned down shit like that is. <laughs> I'm it's, assuming how it happened to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, no, and you know,
1: I'll tell you, it's it, it kind of was. Uh, so from you know, I'm 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 from uh, uh, you know Pennsylvania and kind of post-industrial. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of uh, you know the economic uh, kind of downturn, and with that comes a lot of a lot of drugs. We have the uh, you know the location is is equal distance in New York City and Philly, so there's a lot of drugs running through. Uh, And yeah, I mean, I think just with, you know, as we've seen in a lot of other uh, communities um, uh, is, is, is the, uh, you know, poverty is, you know, and, and, and just hard hardship, tough times. It leads from like a a place that already had like alcoholism in its DNA, you know, the, the, the miners coming up from the mine, you have those kind of shitty jobs and it's like, my mom, I was just talking to my mom recently about this, and she mentioned uh, the, whole, the whole thing was they used to uh, go to the bars right after, and they also were paid in coal bucks, so they had to go to, to, to the coal baron's uh, actual bar and, and, and store to like use it. She's so like, this isn't even, like, that's what, yeah. no, yeah. it's not even legal, this is full <laughs> yeah. shenanigans, and they're like, yeah, come over and get a warm beer and wash down the coal dust was what it was. So they were like, you got to wash down all that, all that coal dust that's settling in your throat. So yeah, oh. that's, a-
0: <laughs> so that's in Come the men. by Have a, have a yingling. It's only four coal bucks. Go nuts. <laughs> yep.
1: Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so that's like kind of in, in, in the DNA is, is a lot of the, that those kind of, you know, self-medication is, is what it was even at the time. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a 16 hour day and then you're, you know, you're just drinking yourself to sleep and back up and do it again the next day. So ooze was always very prevalent, uh, and then you add to that kind of the the you know uh, even when those jobs went away, and then you've got you know uh, the uh, corruption like running rampant, so no one trusts any institutions. There's no uh, there was no places for anyone to go for for help. Like you know there's no there's no healthcare. There's no there's no recovery centers or yeah. treatment centers or any actual. And,
0: and in those culture in that culture, and uh, I'm only speaking coming from uh, blue collar Long Island. In that culture, it's sort of stigmatized to get any kind of help oh, in any you. way. Like yeah, you can't ask like. You know, uh, you you were saying like half your family's in AA. Uh, My my family's uh, getting out of alcoholism plan has been classically die young <laughs> it's like the easiest way <laughs> i quit drinking when i was 68 because i died <laughs> i quit drinking <laughs> when i was 56 because i died <laughs> like that's yeah. my my family's plan is like well we never have to like solve it because we don't make it to 70 it's just like yep. crash this fucker we'll get a new one when we get it's up there yeah yeah you're like if my punk
1: ass liver gives out on me I'll, I'll, right somebody put on a list one of you kids give me get on one of my lists to give me a new one yeah same no same same thing it's uh it's it's just it's riding written hard and put away wet is the, is the kind of thing. So I I feel like, uh, yeah, with that, then in comes kind of the same, you're saying with oxys and, you know, when those, those prescriptions, a lot of people, you know, on on the job injuries or whatever it was, and they get prescribed. I mean, they were, they were flinging that, the, you know, the, the, the Sackler family in Purdue Pharma, they were slinging that oxy, like it was, like it was nothing. So I think that was also part of, there was heroin here, always kind of growing up and I don't know I, I looked for a fast crowd i, I went from a v- pretty young age i was always looking for just that uh, my mom uh, just again they just had a, a ridiculous conversation with her the other day it was wonderful but. She was like, you're a trier. You're one of those people who's like always wants to try things. And I was like, yeah, I'm a trier, not yeah. a doer,
0: <laughs> a <Yeah>. trier. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm definitely a trier. I'm glad the trier in me is the same trier that gets me to like do short-form improv that is also the trier that gets me to like, I think I could run with my shirt on fire at this party. Like, and I'll, I'll go right into the pool. Like, yep, yep. I'm, that's my trier. Like, I've always been a little too afraid of super hard shit. That was like, I... I had super strict parents and like th- that was the reason I acted out almost exclusively because I couldn't stand to live there, but it was the limiting fact. It didn't let me go fully. Cause I could just be like, my dad's going to whoop my fucking ass. And like, I, I would just like, and, and for me and forgive me and this, I don't mean to minimize anyone else's experiences, but the situations in my childhood in my com- coming up in which I could have made that wrong turn down, Or you know, a turn—not a wrong turn—but of get into the heavy shit. The people that were always there. Were good warning signs for me. I, there was never a charismatic, cool drug addict. The <laughs> yes. guys who I always ended up being friends with were like, "Bro, you got to try this shit." I'd be like, "I don't even know if I want to spend an extra couple of minutes with this dude. Yes. No less potentially be like him."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no that that that's helpful. That that is that that's. I mean, yeah, those are those are. Uh, I feel like the older. Yeah, I, I think it was just a whole. It's kind of like a generation. A lot a lot of older kids that I I would hang out with that were a little bit more cuz the wave of it hit uh you know more than just the you know the 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 kind of predatory thing that you're mentioning like a skeevy person like ah this something's good you know something doesn't look quite right here i i right, think there right. was a there was a generation that was a little older than us that kind of did you know not look up to but but you know you're like oh these these kids are part it, it just it just progressed so quickly and what's funny is uh my a lot of my, my any of my friends who went to College. I was not in that crew, but I would go visit them and hang out at the parties and whatnot. But a lot, <laughs> a lot of people were. It was kind of a, in the tri-state. Anyone who went to different schools, it was kind of known that. You know, kids come in freshman year. So they're like, oh, we're ready to fucking drink. We're part. But they're like, these fucking kids from Pennsylvania, have you like been at a party with these lunatics? So I think it was just normalized where, you know, you go somewhere and like, no, no, you guys like, you guys are, this is your pregame situation and we're ready to tap out for the night. And it's like, yeah, I, th- I think we then, a lot of my friends mentioned that that kind of opened eyes when they went to college. It was like, yeah, man, we were, we like, yeah, we were fucked up. Like we were. That's
0: that's how I felt. I was just talking about this with someone else. That's how I felt freshman year at college when I showed up and uh, people were like blacking out and falling down, doing all this humiliating shit. And it's like, bro, I did that when I was fucking 14, man. I'm done yeah, with yeah. that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got my drinking shoes on now. I I've, 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 I've figured out what, you know, I'm still going hard, but I figured out exactly where that sweet spot is of like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm out of
0: control, but not quite, uh, you know, not, not where I'm, you're at. I'm not going to embarrass my, that was a big thing. No. I, yep. I used to say, just be the second most fucked up guy at the party. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> if you're the yeah. most fucked up, everyone remembers you. If you're the second most fucked up, you just smooth sailing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so it, it is a cultural, And like you, you know, you said, I'm sure it's the same kind of in long Island. It's, it's, it, and it's not, yeah, you don't, you don't ever, you don't ever talk about it being, being a thing. And it's, it's uh yeah, it's just like, it, it, it really is. And, and, I think that that just escalated, at least for me, uh, you know, to two areas where as a trier and those kind of conditions being ripe. Uh, and then also just, you know, like I mentioned before, in the area, there's it, when when you have people who are vulnerable, you get very predatory. So the whole, uh, you know, uh, the whole uh, uh, Catholic Church uh, sexual abuse scandal that like went on, there was a priest of bishop here and. Scranton, uh, which is like the Wilkes-Barre Scranton area, so it was like known as the uh, the Shuffler. So he he would bring like all the priests from everywhere that the diocese knew. Like, oh, we'll send them to to Timlin. He'll he'll put them around in northeastern Pennsylvania and scatter them around. So we just there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. So again, people just not trusting like anything and kind of asking for that. So also just to you know for for the record, I was not abused by any of those priests, but I was uh, I was molested by a former blackjack dealer who was in her mid forties. Uh, when I was 11 years old, uh, and <laughs> yeah, she, she had a six pack of rolling rock and she was no man of the cloth, but it takes a village. Right. Uh, so that was kind of my, uh, my experience. And what's funny too, is the framing of that. I never really looked at as, as, you know, it was kind of just like, again, as a trier, it was more of a Mrs. Robinson. You know, I, I kind of thought yeah. like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm seeking this out and you know, she's, a, she's a, you know, scumbag sexual predator, but I never really looked at it that way for a long time until I
0: got I mean, a little older. I, my group of friends, my peers, uh. I wouldn't talk to my parents about something like that happening, but if I told, and if me and my peers talked about it, we'd, it would either be made fun of or talk about it positively. And in hindsight, right. that's straight up fucking terrible behavior. That's statutory yes. rape, rape, like, you know, yes. that's, uh, yeah,
1: no, she was, she she was hovering around the, the, uh, the basketball court and around the, uh, the pool hall. And that was her move, buying beer for younger kids. And yeah, just in high school. And, and I think also she, again, I, I snuck in, this is not giving her uh, any benefits of any doubt. She could, she can rot in hell, but But she was more into the 16 year old, you know, the, the, I think I snuck into a, into a, into a threesome that she was kind of like, what is, is this little guy? And they're like, yeah, you know, Murph's hanging around. He's, he's just a kid, whatever the hell. So yeah, I, I kind of got in there and I think she was, that that was not, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of that kind of uh, when people are vulnerable, when there's a lot of substances involved, people are working through shit. It's just,
0: People stop giving a fuck,
1: you know, just is, is, is the bottom line. I think, yeah,
0: well uh, you're, you get your priorities get so fucking skewed when you're uh, addicted where you're like, okay, well the end game is we get a hit, right? Like that's all that matters. So then like, whatever I'll sit in this house where the vibe is bad and something is weird. I'll go to this, uh, this dude, I'll go meet this dude in the parking lot. And the situation is, and that that's what's been running through my head a lot lately with a lot of people getting in trouble and being like, uh, getting in, you know, with the criminal justice system and shit is like, just how you get roped into bad situations. You don't want to be in because you're addicted to drugs or because you just need that or because you have no other, like, uh, out, like no other chance in life. And someone's just yeah. like, stand here on this corner while we do blank. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not trying to be like, I, I watch the wire. So I understand how, like, how <laughs> the culture that, but, <laughs> Just the more you hear about like unfortunate circumstances, and the more you know, like, how. A situation for me that would have went hairy but because I have uh, I had a certain amount of money and a certain amount of you know certain skin tone I was able to fucking like that didn't stick to me me setting a school on fire I didn't go to juvie I didn't get circled up in that that could have whatever lasting effects or once you're in one of these incarcerated situ- situations how much shit gets piled on you and how that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy getting put in there so like it's exactly. you no know, knowing so much more about how like someone who gets in trouble isn't necessarily a a criminal and almost certainly isn't necessarily a bad person. And someone who does drugs is not breaking the law. I mean, they, they are breaking an unjust law. (laughs) Like
1: that's a law problem. That's not it yet. Yeah.
0: That's what, yeah, it's not a, that's not a, that's the, uh, a feature, not a bug. Uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that that's true. That's true. And, and, and you mentioned too, once you get caught up in that, like that's, you know the, the, that's an uphill battle, and and I say this all the time too, not not in some you know fucking fake woke way or in some bullshit, but yeah, I'm 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 alive, I'm and I'm I'm here able to have this conversation with you right now because I'm white, like that's and that's just a truth, uh, you know, and I know uh, that, that that's you know there there's other there's chances that you 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 get in in situations and 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 I did you know as, as a juvenile get caught up. Yet another uh, a, a corruption situation in, in Luzerne County, in Pennsylvania, where I'm from, is there was a judge a kids for cash. I don't know if you heard about this. It was, a, it was a, they made a documentary. It was kind of a big a big thing. Uh, but there was a judge, a juvenile, two juvenile judge judges where they uh, they teamed up with this uh, developer and he built a private prison and they started sending kids uh, to this get, for kickbacks. So he made end up making two million dollars. And these are kids and he got caught with a joint. Or you get caught spray painting a, a, a fucking garage, like you know, in some truck, uh, you know, sh- yard or whatever. Yeah, where you,
0: you throw you throw, a gla- you throw a glass bottle on an empty parking lot, and uh, someone and hears that. Yeah, and,
1: and you're off. Yeah, you're shipped off. to And this, then there's like-
0: someone who's incentivized to end you up in jail. Not to, they're not even thinking about this the situation except for. And th- this is like my main con- this is my main complaint with society, with America, with Earth, is that you just <laughs> know at higher and higher levels people will make worse and worse decisions for smaller and smaller amounts of money. Like yes. someone could be like, if I throw this child myself into a lava pit, I get one point. I get one cent more than I would if I just let this child. Th-. It's like, all right, well thousand children in a lava pits, a thousand cents. Let's do it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. people's brains are so fucking broken where it's like, and you know this guy's not going like, well, yeah, I was going to put some of these guys in anyway, so I thought I'd take him out. It's like, kid's like, yeah, he played with a Matchbox car in class. It's like uh, vehicular manslaughter. Fucking yep, ship juvie. him off. Yeah, yep,
1: yeah. Send, him, send him to this private juvenile facility. It's a, it's a labor camp. He's never going to get out. He's going to be caught in the system, and yeah, that's the end of that. So I, I again, just be acknowledging how fortunate I was in that situation is I went in front of this guy. Uh, so I, I, I ended up getting a criminal trespass from some sort of party, just like a boozy high school shenanigans thing. And uh, some, some of us got caught on someone else's property. Friend of mine had like a, you know, his folks had a, had a, a cabin out kind of in the woods somewhere. And you know, the property lines get blurred out there, uh, this, that, whatever, but we ended up, this guy called the cops on us. So we're, so I ended up getting a, a, a minor charge where I was on probation. And then uh, so I had my PO coming in to, to, to when I was in high school, just pulling me out of class whenever they want to, you know, stand over my shoulder in the fucking bathroom and watch me piss into a cup. And uh, the first one right out of the gates, you know, didn't kind of tell me. I was like, well, I was already smoking weed before this, obviously. And this guy knew this. So he had the opportunity to either say to me, you know, all right, if, if this if you tell me you've smoked weed previously, I'll expect each of these tests to come back less and less because my other buddy had a different PO who was caught in this exact same situation with me and his PO told him that. And so he said, yeah, I smoke, you know, I, I, I do smoke weed. And she said, okay, each week I come in here to test you. I want to see it get, my guy was just like, uh, Sc- Greg Skrapanek, he's like an old, his brother uh, played NFL football. We're just big <laughs> fucking bulky dudes. He's just like, Scri-, you know, in my face, you smoke marijuana, you smoke, this is a THC test, like, and of course, I'm like, well, this fucking dude's gonna throw me, like, no, no, I don't smoke weed. And I'm like, no, and I'm got to. i about to take a piss test, but I didn't know what, you know, no lawyer. What else or no, can no, you nothing. do? I'm, yeah, you're I'm a fucking kid. Yeah.
0: For over a hundred years, Trico has been the leader in innovation and ingenuity for everything wiper blades. Trico was the first to mass produce wiper blades, and they have received numerous awards from vehicle manufacturers who trust Trico to put the best product on their vehicles. One of their products Trico Neoform is designed to match your vehicle's exact connection. That means no more guessing, no more hassle, and no more confusion while installing your wiper blades. Not only are they easy to install, but they are high-quality beam blades built to beat any type of weather. Trico Ultra Wiper Blades are American-made, premium wiper blades that shine in any weather. These wiper blades also feature a unique design that converts wind force into extra pressure, allowing for maximum windshield contact. The Trico Smart Set Wiper Blades automatically pairs the correct size and fit wiper blades specifically to your vehicle. That's two wiper blades sized perfectly and with correct connections already attached. Simply visit wipers123.com, enter your vehicle information, and select whichever smart set you prefer. Monsoon, Tundra, or Storm. Go to wipers123.com and use promo code MIGHTY at checkout to receive $10 off your next order of $40 or more. These wiper blades can be found, again, at wipers123.com, W-I-P-E-R-S 123.com. Use promo code MIGHTY, M-I-G-H-T-Y, at checkout to receive $10 off your next order of $40 or more. and wait we're not even getting into the uh optics and logistics and what that does to a kid to be pulled out of a classroom by a fucking by a parole beast. officer <laughs> like in front of all your class like you're stigmatized for the rest of your class like if i'm yeah. in your like if this is the 90s and i'm in your class bro i'm calling oh. you uh, starsky and hutch a criminal for the rest rest of the year i'm bullying you and that's awful no. i'm awful <laughs> and no, i know it's, that but
1: it's, it's the reality kids look i mean that's high school man you yeah you'd be busting balls you're like oh yeah go little, little, little tinkle boy gotta go gotta go <laughs> into, the, into the bathroom with the p with scrap yeah no of course of course it's a it's 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 a just a it's a it's a nightmare situation so i did fail uh that that first drug test and they carted me right off put me in but it was in the county luzerne county uh juvenile detention center this was the year they were were building this facility for the kids for cash. So I also skated and I ended up spending some time in County, but, but not, I wasn't shipped away. So I, I, I came back and then I had probation the rest of my, uh, my senior year in high school, but, uh, and I got tested for, you know, every week for, it was usually uh, cocaine, uh, opiates and and THC. So I spent my senior year doing a lot of acid because uh, that was something they couldn't <laughs> test for. Uh, so a lot of late, a lot of late, late night senior year in my, my folks' basement on, uh, on acid. Um, Yeah. So that's a feat, you know, that's again, I'm like, that doesn't work here. You got this, you got me, you know, you you got me up against the wall and then that's what's going to happen anyway. So it's, it was a, it was a rough, uh, seeing that kind of stuff then kind of led to the more harder drugs too. Cause I think the more, the more you just get a peek behind the curtain, man, it's just like, it's, it's, I don't, I don't understand how a lot of people don't. I I love people who can just go, I don't know, man, it's all fucked up, but I live my life and I have my inner circle and I do whatever. And I can keep that straight. I I love, I wish, I wish I I could do that, but Brain just doesn't work that way.
0: You're saying something like seeing how fucked up it is kind of makes you go like, "Well, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't." Anyway, like all all these exits lead to the same fucking brick wall. I might as well just take whichever ride seems the funnest right now. Exactly. and, And that's you know that's a pessimistic, arguably a pessimistic outlook, but arguably a realistic outlook, especially if we're not asking young Murph why he wants to do acid on all his days that he's because he's not allowed to do these other three drugs when he's in high school and then right. it's like why aren't we talking to murph about why he feels the needs to do those drugs and i'm I'm, I'm not, again i don't know your experience i'm not speaking to it but like there's probably some underlying shit there maybe some explanation like i think and this is what i think about all the time is like I'm I mean, just infuriated by the way our generation was treated by the adult generation of like, no input whatsoever. Like, I knew I had to go to college. But no one ever sat me down and was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And let's see if we can come up with a plan together. It was kind of like, "Here are nice schools. This is what your scores are. You can go here." I I, I was like, "Huh?" You know, it's like like even my own family were like, "Yep, this, Jonathan, my mom's friend's son went to Maris, and it's beautiful. It's on the river. You should go." I'm like, get "Whatever. Get out of my room. I'll go there." And I'm like yeah, choosing I'll go private, to the river. Yeah, choosing <laughs> private I do that? <laughs> cost me a fortune. I'm choosing a private school that cost me a fucking fortune. I don't know what I want to do with my life. If someone would just, like, hey, you really seem to like drawing and reading and, and uh, you know, you're very funny, you have all these movies memorized. Have you ever thought about the- – hey, you seem to be distant at, work, at school and constantly chasing and talking to other acid kids in school about acid. <laughs> hey, have you thought about, like, why? Like, just – Treating a sixteen year old who is arguably old like, you know, can get a gun or a fucking car in a lot of states. Yep. Ask them what's going on. Ask them what they need help with. And don't like even parent shit is hard because we react negatively to like that assistance. But I just I, I just always felt super unsupported my whole life. And I think a lot of and I think it's the generation uh the generation that didn't support me, quote unquote, they were like feral children from their parents so they thought we were like, my son's soft, he needs a babysitter over over a weekend, he's 11, he's got two younger brothers, they'll watch each other you know what I mean, yep. it's like nowadays, yeah. nowadays if you're, like if one of my Hollywood friends was like, yeah I left my 10 year old, my 8 year old and my 6 year old home, we can all stay out till like 2 in the morning, they'll be fine, I'd be like we I'd shit talk them behind their back and that's yes. like <laughs> I, I, my child.
1: <laughs> it's true. no, it's true. it was the, the holdover from like uh yeah, I guess whatever the hell the 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 greatest uh, generation, the old world war two <laughs> group, and I you know I hate to I hate to hope the whole, whole ages and things. so of course, there's in, individuals, but we gotta we gotta do broad strokes occasionally. and I think the boomers were uh, are, are that like hilarious exactly the holdover from still like, oh, the kids are getting real soft. and meanwhile, I'm like, but some of you were you know raging against the machine when you're young. You fucking sold out, man. Like yeah. you, you you were against the man. You were fighting against Nam, and you were, you know, you were, you you're you were partying, like you said, your parents do enjoy like all well, our parents, you know, they're <laughs> right. they're getting high, they're they plastic, and then all of a sudden it was time to be like, Well, now we're, you know, that's not what when they, they ship it over and it's like now you gotta go to school and you gotta do these things. And then they set up for an entire generation to just be crippling and de- like crippling debt uh, for, from school. They couldn't afford for a job that didn't even like the, the diploma wouldn't get them anyway. Still hasn't you, happened. You, <laughs> no, yeah, still, still not there.
0: Almost it's 40. Come- haven't gotten that job yet.
1: Dude, you, you didn't go to grad school down by the river. You didn't go to, you didn't go to that nice private grad school. That's Fuck, the problem. I
0: should have. I should have went to more school. Uh, more. Yeah, yeah. The boomer generation or like whatever my parents, whatever that generation is, is like, Hey, my dad hit me with a belt. I only hit you with my hand. You're like, oh, wait, okay. <laughs> okay. And that's, uh, your father of the year, it's like, my dad never made eye contact with me. I'm <laughs> around some weekends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep, yep. And it's like, every and we're going to every generation is going to be a little bit more like adapt yeah. how they treat their kids based on what their parents did to them and shit yep. yeah now I, we
1: just emotionally abuse uh kids. Yeah. so we're at the point where we've laid off hands but now it's all it's all just uh, psychological warfare
0: yeah now it's all like you know what i could have been doing with my life if it wasn't for you <laughs> it's like yeah i know yep. shit <laughs> not much yeah, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> the,
1: the zoomers man the zoomers are all right those the younger kids younger than us i'm just like eh, you know everyone wants to shit on them being like and that was the same thing i think our generation got was uh, again with the soft shit it's a lot of this, like these kids, they don't want to work. They don't want to do-. just like, there's no goddamn jobs. What do you mean? People don't want to work. Well,
0: people that do part, wanna- I wish we all, cause I, I find myself like, and I want to yell at older people and I yell at my friends when they do this too, where they're like Gen Z or they're always doing this. They're always on their phone or whatever. I'll be like, you know who you sound like our parents talking about us and how wrong were our parents? And they'll be like, very wrong. I'm like, Keep that in mind when we shit talk Generation Z. Yes, like, please. Hind- hindsight has only proven that our fat parents were wrong and we were right. <laughs> we are wrong about. Let's just bet on the younger you. generation. Well, they don't have every all the complaints uh, pe- our uh, people our age have about younger people are. It's more about complaints about our own lives. That, yep. And that's what the same thing was with the generation before. It's like, you know, you get to do whatever you want. Go to whatever college you want. I had to go straight into the workforce after, after high school. I'm like, yes, I know. Life sucked for you. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yes. And now I'm like, like student debt's going to be absolved. I just finished paying it off. You know, it just it took me 16 years to pay it off. And part of, part of me goes, that's fucking bullshit. But what do I want? I want them to have to pay? Like yeah, right? that doesn't make me it. That doesn't make it better for me. If they, no. If someone was like, they have to pay me back. I, that's a case I would argue. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's 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 go back up. Yeah. They they pay they pay us off and then they pay it forward <laughs> upward whatever however that works.
0: I'm not gonna be like. I'm not going to be mad at kids on behalf of Wells Fargo. <laughs> if you're siding with a bank over who gets the student lo- or a huge corporate uh, a huge money-making university that has been covering up however many sex scandals for the last like fucking 50 years, if you're siding with them over children, you're yeah, fucking f- wrong. Like Yeah, <laughs> you're fu- yeah, you, you you can't justify
1: that in any way, but I feel like that's been drilled in, man. You see that a lot. I'm like there's people siding with I mean, and that's you know that's that's the whole the the whole uh, you know the whole uh, long con uh, Trump's running too with this idea of like yeah the 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 corporate uh, you know parties that were in Washington failed everybody uh, you know across the board they 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 used to be the working party uh, and now they're not like all that is very much true so in in comes the you know the con artist sees that sees the play here to be like oh people are very disenfranchised people don't believe you know the institutions have been whatever they've been failed for years. So comes in with, with, with his shenanigans of and at least here, you know, I'm gonna bring the bring the cold cold jobs well, I'll, I'll just say all the shit, you know, and, and and run this con. And I feel like that's that's like and the people siding with that. I'm like, decide people are just siding with the man. Like it way way too much. And, and it's yeah, it's that like, who are you why is Wells, well we'll just keep shitting Wells Fargo. Fuck Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo's <laughs> the thing where it's like, you guys ran this game, and then you come back and they do this whole uh, you know, ad campaign. We're sorry. You know, but remember the 1920s when you were a wonderful little local bank, and we all did it.
0: And then we took everyone's money and we fleeced you, and and, and it's all gone. And your 401ks are gone. It's all gone. And then that's where I'm. T- that's what I'm talking about. That's those people up the top there are making that decision. That's one degree uh, past evil because it makes them 0.001 cents per person more money, and they just. Look at that decision and they choose the money over people. And I'm assuming the rates are better and the people, whatever, but they're not considering the other end of that equation ever. And that's the shit that stresses me out. Cause like when people talk about like th- Oxycontin, like these prescription drugs, they get down to somebody eventually. Yep. And if they're being over prescribed here and over prescribed there, but there's commercials for them. There's teams of people that work to design them, marketing agencies that sell them, ad agencies, people that sell them to doctors, incentivization for the doctors to get them to patients. Patients, like if everyone's financially incentivized along the way, we all know we'll. F- fuck the pig into oblivion for an extra dollar like it's it's,
1: yep yep there's no more lipstick to put on on that pig. there's just no more it's It's, it's, it's,
0: jojo the idiot circus boy you know like
1: (laughs) yes you yeah you've mangled it yeah uh, and you're still trying to pretend like it's not even a pig anymore like i don't know what 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 creature this was that was making. we can fuck
0: it a little bit we can get another couple of bucks out of this thing line up and fuck this mess of fucking pulled (laughs) pork we have laying out in a fucking butcher paper
1: yeah and and if you listen closely enough when you're fucking that pig, you hear there's the little kill me, <laughs> please, kill like me, this pig, please. This pig wants to go, uh, yeah. And and I hate, I hate throwing, you know, you throw on the isms, you fucking lose people often. But I, but I also just feel like obviously with capitalism, that's the game, you know, that we're kind of playing here. And it's and we've always tried to balance the two of like some social programs, but also free market stuff. And it's like, this is, you know, we've all played the, the, the Monopoly, you know, the, the game that everyone hates and sits on the shelves. And if you ever play with family or friends, it always turns into a pissing match. and. The winner's like, I got all the Boardwalk Park Place hotels and everyone else is just like, you know, walked away, they're in the kitchen, drinking a beer, laughing, having a good time. Like, so if that's not like, you know, just as basic as it gets, you're like, that's the game we're playing here. So sure, you raked me over the coals on Park Place and you fucking loved it, didn't you? I had I had nothing, you, you had a hotel there and now yeah. my whole life is over in this uh, in this. Yeah, city. you
0: watch me go, I have nothing. And you go, well, then I guess you're out of the game because you want to stay at Park Place for one night. And <laughs> when you just like, hash it out to what that really means it's like yeah. It's, yeah watch you die brother rather than help you out a lick uh, yeah. and also uh the turning people against each other shit that we were talking about here all this stuff is like uh the older generation versus the young they're lazy don't let them absolve student debt because they need to learn by paying debt and it's like no paying my student loans fucked me up for life i don't want That's that for anyone I mean, else and then it's then funny we, money yeah at this they point did, too you they, know they, well that's the other thing too it's like where is it going who's it for I'm taking out a digital loan to give to a, from one corporation to give to another corporation but in the middle of for 15 years I'm paying $200 to a third different corporation and <laughs> right? I'm assuming Marist College I'm assuming Sally Mae and I'm assuming uh, Wells Fargo or Bank of America whoever it is I'm assuming all of them are making a little bit of money on that I'll tell you who made zero dollars and arguably i I, my college uh certificate like what does that hold now if it holds any actual value you have to put that up against 15 years of predatory student loaning where i didn't even have that big of a student loan but i my decisions in life were based on the fact that I had the student loan. My wife had triple the student loan I did. I I had two hundred dollars. I had one hundred and fifty dollars a month for fifteen years. She had four hundred and fifty dollars a month for ten years, and that is. Nice. So hard when you start after school making 30000 My wife couldn't move out until we could move in together. We couldn't, like, once we joined our finances, we, we couldn't afford uh, rent and both of our student loans. We had to make every decision. She had to make every decision in her life to make sure she paid for that student loans, all because she went to a private school for only three years. She transferred to Marist sophomore year. So it's like these decisions we made, we didn't benefit from, but three other people did and the main people that wanted us to go to college and do this were our parents who didn't do this but yep. they were sold the idea of that and I'm assuming whoever marketed that to my parents also made money marketing that so it's like uh, everyone it's is making money except for me and my family we're losing yep. a shit ton of money for me to go get fucking blacked down Poughkeepsie for four years <laughs> and like I yep. could have been blacked out on Long Island for a third of that <laughs> I could have yeah. got a union job and been blacked out on Long Island and been <laughs> making 75 grand a year <laughs> Yes. Yep. And you wouldn't have to be ducking calls
1: from, from Randy <laughs> right. calling to the telemarketer. You're just like, dude, now I'm screaming at some guy who's making minimum wage at a call center. And he's like, it's not me, brother. And you're like, I don't give a shit, Randy, whoever it is, tell him to stop fucking
0: calling me. I'm not, I don't have any money we're all turned on each other like it's the fucking 70s and 80s and black people are using food stamps and white people gotta hate them for that and, wh- and like, okay. like, and you gotta, like all this stupid fucking shit and then when you just zoom out and realize it's the same like 11 white uh, dudes in suits making the same yep. amount of making the same, all the same money or like, Fuck all this! Yes,
1: at Listen, I ask you too because uh, you know you're you're uh, you know playing play uh, rugby. You're 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 a ball player. Uh, I've been trying to look for the perfect analogy in terms of like sp- uh, sports for this because the strategy that they that those eleven white dudes have been running for a long time is just simple divide and conquer. So it's it's so they find the spots that it's just like like you said along lines of class, along lines of race, uh, gender. They they do this age. They they find all the, the spots and then they they simply you know set up a. a you know, a, a a phony democracy where it's just two teams, red team, blue team. You're on one or the other, and they're both they're both sucking and fucking in the, in the in the back alleys of Congress. They don't, you know, it's like they do the 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 you know the, the whatever public face they want, but it's a WWF. You know, it's so they come out, they say, well, there's a heel and there's and there's the you know, there's the face, and, and they do the thing and they both they're all profiting. So I'm like, I I am looking for a sports analogy. I was trying to think of this the other day where it's like, that's the playbook, man. Like we we know the playbook. So because you know, we piss and moan all day, but it's at the point where you know, and I'm not trying to shit. Everyone has their lane. So like electoral electoral politics is one thing. Activism is another. uh, and, And I think also the unions you mentioned before, like getting back to that idea of like, the solidarity is like our numbers are all we have. Like we have, we have a, a crazy amount of numbers. It's just we keep with the divide and conquer, and they and they weakened all the the unions and stuff. So if right. we don't, and, have and that- if you
0: and, and if you just look, I'm sorry, and you're saying it right now. If you just look at any gathering of power of of regular people, it's got something. It's got like 11 strikes against it that you don't know where it's coming from. Unions are hated by the corporations but also they've been like told that like that's why schools are expensive because of teachers and uh, teachers unions don't allow and that's all information you've heard black lives matter all you know I hear from people on Long Island that they're worried Black Lives Matter is going to come into their town and do things, and it's like, I don't even think that means you understand what the movement is, but no. that's just a gathering of people who start demonstrating that they have power when we all get together, and then all of a sudden, the people who have power have to divide and conquer. It's like, well, Black Lives Matter is Antifa, which is, uh, and yeah. they, they're they uh, on the war against the yeah. cops, and it's like, no one said any of this, and now <laughs> no. we're in this fucking, now this is the framing of this, because, yes. because it, and Meanwhile, pocket, I, you're right. The heel and face thing is a good term because it's like red team, blue team, WCW, NWO. They're yes. hitting each other with chairs. You're crying over the fact that this happened, and then those people are all at the same fucking rap party. Yep. They're at yep, the they same. Are. They're they're <laughs> all on Epstein's flight. You, you know, know what, what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, it's a jumbo jet. They're all on it. They're all yeah. laughing their sick fucking asses off. Yeah, I well, mean, well, we're, it... we're debating semantics. So it's sitting here be like, no, well, all
0: lives technically matter if you think about it. And it's like, you missed the, fu- the fucking- <laughs> Yeah, you fucking bro. And th- this shit is like, like you talk where red team, blue team is very funny. And I, I will just have to show some uh, allegiance to the the blue, the blue team here a little sure. bit, where I think- where we talk about that dial, where if you turn it one notch more towards evil, you can make an extra penny. I feel like the red team was already a couple of notches over. And in the last couple of years have turned the notch in interest of just getting those 11 people richer big time. The the blue team is just a a few notches away, but at at this point, if we can turn the music down from a thirteen to an eleven, maybe we can have a better dialogue, and then we'll yes. start talking about where we want to set audio levels going f- in forward. Yes, but let's yes. just turn the music down to ten for now. Let's yeah, pay- <laughs> it's blaring. It's it's blaring. This is guar. We're now just listening to guar at, at yeah, a thirteen. Yeah, they're spraying the fucking jizz machine on us right now. We're trying to. They're feeding me to a fucking huge fucking monster head that's on stage, and I'm gonna spit out my fucking economics and bones behind them. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's a great, that is, that is true. And and I agree with that. And, you know, going back to harm reduction too, I think that's, you know, that, that philosophy applies in a lot of, in a, in a lot of areas. And I, you know, I, know Chomsky's, you know, talking about for years, I, I read, a, you know, a piece from him as well. And it's, I think the reframing of this, like lesser of evils has kind of always been a lot of people I talk to. And, you know, people are, you know, we're, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, as dumb as, 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 uh, you know, Maybe our 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 television programming and our our consumer uh, our taste grains. would
0: show, would demonstrate.
1: Yes, <laughs> we're yes. smarter I, than
0: our clothing would uh, <laughs>
1: let yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, yep. No, I, I think that. Yeah, I think that that's and I think that's true. You know, and, and I don't know if it's just you know d- at this point delusional, but I, I do love human beings. I, I, I the power structures of what I've always been like, even from a young age. And I think it's just kind of seeing it firsthand. It's not like a pat on the back. Like oh, I was a fucking genius when I was a kid. I didn't know how to put the connect the dots but just seeing like the power structures and seeing what, you know, what just, you know, folks who are just putting their head down, trying to feed their families, trying to live. Most people are trying to do that thing where they're like, I, I am trying to hold on to, to a little bit of love here. I am trying to be like community love. But at every turn, you just keep getting, you know, the just crushed uh, with, 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 with the, uh, with the power structure. So I, I, I think that that's, I think that that's right. That the harm reduction side of that, I, I've always, you know, you, you grow, you're an absolutist when you're young and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm carving the old anarchist A into desks when I was in seventh grade and getting suspended <laughs> for it. So that was my big thing of like, no, man, it's all shit. It's all whatever. And, and as you get a little older, it's just also realizing, well, that's just trying to keep the, the, you know, the floodgate, you just plug in like a best case scenario to try to be like, if we are going to make a movement, you know, and, 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 kind of just keep going back to, cause we're a fucking month out here. So, and, and I'm moved back to Pennsylvania, which is is uh yeah there's there's a hell of a lot of that going on oh man get
0: your residents get your residents uh changed as quickly as fucking possible dude yes yes no
1: i know (laughs) no the timing of this was is the one part where we came to town i was like we luzerne county got the national media attention in 2016 where it was like they picked the perfect narrative of of this like oh this is the county that elected trump so you know chris matthews is here doing hardball town halls from luzerne county and there's a couple journalists wrote books that about the whole the forgotten and all this other shit and it's like Yeah. And, 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 you know, for the, for the people I know that I, that I write off and some of them are in my family, they're, they're straight up racist and that fucking, and that stinks. And the and the xenophobia with the build the wall shit, so again you look at the funny thing of like dude do you remember the fucking coal mar- like we're talking two generations ago like the the memory is so short of 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 you know when when Irish and and Polish immigrants came here and worked in the mines it was the same shit oh well they're they're drunk you know they're drunk uh, cr- crazy people who just uh, are violent and they stab you know and and they break up the unions that they were trying to build then so and it's the coal barons man it's all the coal barons so, so now it's this like abusive relationship people are in where then they turn it on this, like, oh, well, who's stealing your jobs? Why, why did the jobs, why did manufacturing go, why did that go away? Well, we need, like, it, it's easier, you know, it's easier for people to, to look down and, and, and to, you know, to, to shit rolling downhill. It's like no one wants to pick up shit and walk it to the top of the hill and stuff it down these pigs' throat. Right. You'd rather just be like, I'll just, I'll just take a big dump and watch it roll downhill and laugh at the people at the bottom. Like, right. So it's, it's, it's tough to watch, uh, but, I, but I've had those conversations where I'm just like, listen, This is, you know, there's. We need to get organized. And in 2016, I was kind of like, all right, maybe this lunatic will pull back the curtain, light it on fire, we'll all kind of see. And I think we've never had more eyes open than 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 previously. But I, I, we just were not quite organized yet to like make that push. We're still, we're still uh, getting hit by the divide and conquer, and it's still working. So I'm, you know, now I'm just like. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get that out. Uh, like you said, turn the dial down a little bit so that we can organize, because uh, there's no there's no olive branches to be reached out at this point. they will be
0: no. You're right. That reveal behind the curtain. This monster lit the curtain on fire. Revealed behind the curtain, a lot of eyes on him, and the heart. A lot of us were like. I was worried that it was kind of fucked up and twisted behind there and now I know. The bummer is a lot of people saw behind the curtain and were like, "Ooh." <laughs> like I was yes. I like what this guy's doing behind the curtain. This yes. is what I, this is what I this is what I would put out on the show if I was the writer of this play and you're like, "Oh no." And then a lot of people are like, "Mr. Trump, you are the avatar of death and I'm here for you." And you're like, "No, no, no, no. You guys <laughs> no, are no, supposed no. to stay fucking in your re- holes and not get activated. Now the worst people, the best people are activated in that they have to do something, but a lot of bad people, like whatever... Trump is the fucking stone that awakens the ancient warriors to come to save earth. Also awakens a few of the old scumbags that are like crack. Okay. Time to time. <laughs> time to to launch my online? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take center stage. This is my moment. We've been waiting time to hashtag save the children. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. No, that, I mean, and all the, that's what's so fucking. Yeah. So you mentioned the Epstein thing too. It's like, there's, there's all the distractions, and that's where you get you get Q coming out of that. You get like all all the all of the rocks have been have been overturned and and, and out crawl from the muck, like all, all the shit. Where and the media just soaks it up, man. And I'm like, you don't do like during the you know the initial part of quarantine, it was like every like this is 24 hour coverage. Uh, while there's like you know p- some people progressives actually fighting during the the, the primaries and stuff, being like. What about healthcare? What what about if we just offer, like, can we give everyone healthcare? Like, people should just have healthcare, right? Like, we we all agree. It's like, yeah, everyone kind of agrees with that. So that gets thrown aside uh, into a pandemic, which couldn't, again, you said writing it. If you wrote this, 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 this (laughs) fucking play, people, you get the note of like, all right, I think we got one too many
0: things here are going on. Wait till you get to the third act where the fucking uh, main bad guy gets the disease. You're like, what? No, it's like, I'm serious. (laughs) This he can't hack. get the gun. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah, fucking right? hack, dude. He can't have it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it's it's that's it's it's just too yeah, it's 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 too fucking it's too good. It's it's a stranger than fiction beyond. Uh, but yeah, it's you see all that going on and you and you see the and, but then the, the media coverage is all about the, you know, the, the AR-15 crew on this, you know, the courthouse steps saying reopen the economy, get the job or whatever. But then you pull the camera back. You're like, this is, this is 15 lunatics here. Like th- right, this is 15 right. fucking people. And it's the same. Uh, you're like the, 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 the things that they don't want to cover are the like wildcat strikes that are going on. And people are, are starting to organize. And the younger generation doing a lot of, you know, activism online that they've used, which we all you know that the horror show that is, uh, you know, that can be the internet, but also no one wants to talk, you know, Talk about the parts of it that you can use to mobilize and use to get you know movements actually off the yeah. ground and moving. So it's like, and I'm
0: I'm assuming it's f- the internet and social media has just dis- like launched fucking philanthropical efforts into a stratosphere too. The amount of opportunities I've had to donate to hyper specific things, whether they're GoFundmes or specific like. Ed Markey, his primary against a Kennedy, I'm like, why am I giving money to that? Like, and then that's th- then again, s- someone's making money for sending that email to me. I'm spending, yep. and, and the people in Boston are making money. Everyone is, and somehow I'm losing fifty dollars because I need to help climate change, and yep. I'm here for it. But it feels <laughs> like there's a lot richer people all making these decisions around me, and I'm in the middle, thrown out, thrown. F- Throwing friends, friends getting fucking paralyzed, and I am like, "Here's a hundred dollars." Like, I I don't know what else to do because yeah. no one else is here to help. Like, it yeah. feels there's crazy. no medicine
1: for you. So now it's it's it, the onus has been put on us to, and we'll fucking do it. That's the other great thing about humanity, and that's what gives me the faith: is even despite all of this, you still see those those acts of, of community. And of course, we still like we we our souls are not uh completely gone. They're they're bruised. They're definitely bruised. But I feel like like you just said, you bring up that the GoFundMe thing. I'm like it. you know, you can look at it two ways. It's, it's, of course, it's, it's, it's tragic where you start being like, why are, are people so, you know, but, but people are still doing it. So I'm like the idea being like, all right. So when you, when you, when you, when you gouge us every year without, you know, with, with, with under penalty of, of, of uh, incarceration with with taxes and they keep going up. No one's lower. And the, the whole day, again, the, the red team, blue team like, no, the taxes just keep going up. They always have. They never go down. Uh, so, you know, using that money to be like, you just start going, let me just take a peek at those books. Like, let's read. <laughs> but then you, then you realize it's all, it's all kind of funny money. Like it's all, it's all. And it was the same with the pandemic. Now you're just throwing on trillions of dollars to here and there. And it's like, this isn't even... Like, you know, these these are the kind of people who don't have to take a, a, you know, a little slip of paper with 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 a, a president's face on it and go down to try to buy, you know, a six pack or a coffee or, or a loaf of bread. They don't even they don't touch that. Much. It's not even real money at this. Point. Yeah, like they're yeah. they're saying it is what it is. And, and we're just we're just going along with it.
0: Yeah. People's wealth is like doubling or tripling in days based on like the health of the president. It's like this feels like the machine is broken. It feels like the game. That's not how it's yes. supposed to work. Like, no. This how is, like is the, the stock tick- market possibly going up <laughs> in all this. If it is, it's not an accurate representation of like what the world, what's going on in the world. I mean, we know it's not, but it is important to a lot of people for whatever reason, but for fuck's sake, like something, yeah, something's <laughs> off in the machine. If like uh, people are dying, so many people have died. So many people are unemployed. And honestly, my 401k is doing better than ever. It's like, ow, it shouldn't be. <laughs> <Did you>, yeah. <laughs> someone, someone sold you some kind of, well, it's, it's the pyramid scheme thing, man. It's like, it, it shows how
1: ultimate that is. And you mentioned before the the, the 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 like kind of this idea that that, uh, uh, you know, uh, with with debt and with like when you're like, well, why, how is it still that at the top like these this money is being shifted around and I, we've seen it at, just in, in our uh, industry, too. And I don't know how much like commercial stuff. That you that you're still doing, but it's funny to me with the VO stuff. So in the beginning of quarantine, then it, then it became like, well, commercials aren't going to stop airing. So you know, I'm reading spots for whatever the hell Walmart being like, we care about the, about yeah. the uh, you know the the fr- the, the first uh, you know the, the the essential workers out there on the front lines. So you're, you're, you're doing these spots and I'm just like, and they're Aaron. So, you know, uh, what's funny is, is, uh, I mean, I didn't book the Walmart spot, uh, but, 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 <laughs> yeah, don't bother
0: trying to look for I me. Look. I'm not,
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. A, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't do the Walmart thing, but Amazon, all of them. And you're like, what's funny is the whole industry is built around spending money. Cause what people don't understand too, is you think about how that, uh, uh, you know, that from the, from the, the client. So you got this corporation's got all the money. Then it goes down to like your casting directors and your studio. And then into, into the, the agency, the, the ad agency, down to the per- and i'm like if you're willing to air spots that i recorded in a fucking closet you know with it with it with a you know with a little microphone plugged into my uh, uh uh phone then it's like why are you now going back like you people think well wouldn't they want to save money and not get back into paying all this money for studio tech? they need to sp- like it's the whole thing they want that money floating around like it's the whole illusion and, he,
0: of- and i don't understand it at all like <laughs> advertising agencies are overbilling production companies who are overbilling blah, blah blah who are overbilling clients who are overbilling blah blah all the way up until whoever it is like doctor uh Jonathan Pepsi or whoever owns everything <laughs> and he's just signs off on like a huge bill that pays hundreds of people like who are needling and he gets the biggest sli- like I, it's all fucking it's wild absurd. I, yeah it's absurd and
1: then and then we're at the bottom you know we're, we're at the bottom just as trying to you know uh to sell you sell the snake oil into you know into a mic and it's like they're now asking us to like produce spots from home so yeah. we don't get paid anymore. It's like, can you actually deliver like a spot? I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. I, I now need to also be the person who does like a mix on, on this stuff. Like, well,
0: let me look at the budget for uh, how much you pay for a cameraman and a mixer and a producer then. And yep. let's talk adding all that up. They're like, oh, well, hold on. Sorry. Disconnecting. <laughs> We're going to call yeah. literally anyone because anyone <laughs> that's, and then our business, you want to talk about like, you talk about like scab union people, like our business is like, you're like no I'm actually deserving of one thousand and one dollars and then if someone's like no this job only pays one thousand dollars and you're like I'm deserving of one thousand and one I've done this a million times I'd be very good at it. it's like next to me will be like a psychopath with the blood pouring out of their mouth and they're like he's going to do it for a thousand we're going to save a dollar you know what I yep. mean it's like, <laughs> like he's, got a beer. Beer. <laughs> he's got <laughs> a beard <laughs> buddy you want to yeah. gamble on that <laughs> yeah you want to bet that this like <laughs> you're like yeah I guess fair fine I'll fucking do it I'll do anything to just feel validated <laughs> and work oh i shouldn't have said that out loud because now you have the power
1: yeah yeah no that's what makes this business unique i mean that's all you know that's that's all all uh you know the exploitation in in every uh business but model but yeah the one with us has the extra layer of like you need to be loved don't forget, you need to be. You need to love, love me, love me, and you're like, God damn it, you got me.
0: We know you're broken. You're an actor, so <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> whatever yep. it is you're seeking out, we have it, and we <laughs> only get it if you give us everything you have for it. If you give us everything you have, you could be in this Capital One Internet only spot where you dress as a Viking and go, "Thank you, sir." <laughs> yep. And hey, are, you you willing- a line? <laughs> yeah. are you willing? Are you willing to give it, it all? <laughs> Oh man, man! Uh, wait, so Murph just to run us through: so you're young, you get into heroin. How do you, how does one get out of it? How, how, how does you how do you get out of it? You're into it for how long? Talk us through that a little bit before we get out of here, just because we got to yeah. get to the happy part of the story.
1: Absolutely, Um, uh, just the train needs to take a needs to take a stop. Uh, Yeah, no, I uh, so yeah, I kind of uh, maybe like a like a four year love affair kind of thing. I I started shooting up pretty pretty quickly. Didn't have an aversion to needles, so I went right from snorting to shooting it up fairly fast. Uh, And I think it was the kind of thing where it was just uh, uh, you know again I was very fortunate to have the support system, family and friends that's. Such a huge thing uh, that 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 uh, I thank them for constantly. Uh, just they were there with open arms and love, even though you know when w- uh, I put them kind of at arm's length and and kind of uh, disappeared for a while, and you know all the all the other shenanigans of stealing and selling shit from my folks, which is something that I was ashamed of for a long time, and I had to kind of get over that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think once I realized that it, it's like I I have now isolated myself because because that's the, that's the biggest thing. It's like I, I I love being around people, I love the whole thing, and I found myself just completely disappeared and i'm like there's obviously something if i'm feeling this kind of shame if i'm feeling like something is not working here it's like you can only numb your soul for for so long before you you realize like yeah i've 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 isolated myself to the point of of either no return i've you know friends overdosing and and you know people and the law the legal part of it is like you know you start you start pulling shenanigans just to get that that, uh, that fix. And, and I'm like, I, I just, I want to kind of pull myself out of this. I, I do think that I can engage in, in, you know, some of the, some of the, uh, uh, rage against the machine that I had and my own personal traumas I need to work through. It's like, it might be time to just try that. I think maybe, uh, you know, I can use, you know, my, uh, my, my, my sensibilities, uh, comedically because a uh, gallows humor, I was even with a lot of friends of even in the, in the darkest of, of days, which a lot of them that have also kind of come around now. And with this project coming out, people reaching out to me being like, yeah, man, like we've always reached like, you always be able to make people laugh. Even You know, even when it's, you know, we're getting those, the, the hep C results back and we're sharing needles. And it's like, you got to go through all that. So you still have, you had jokes about it. And it's like, so now I'm and, just trying to put those jokes out to like, hopefully lift a little stigma and be like, let's, let's talk about this a little bit more and, and let's stop shaming.
0: Anecdotally, a lot of my friends who are recovered from the real hard stuff, uh, even the non comedy guys, dudes just, you know, fucking mechanics and shit that I'm friends with from like uh, upstate New York and Long Island and shit these dudes and I don't know if survive, uh, the sense of humor is something that comes from surviving and recovering or is one of the reasons that they were one of the guys that made it out and the other people didn't I don't know but a lot of them are very funny and very casual about what the shit that, like, like, yeah. like my, I remember the first time one of my buddies just going off telling me about like f- doing this he was he still drinks still comfortable drinking drinking uh and talking about making fentanyl tea and talking about how <laughs> no. you you think snapple is bad you think diet snapple is bad bro and just going on about like the shit taking fentanyl patches that were used like from someone using it for pain putting it in boiling water and drinking it so it tastes like someone's arm <laughs> and dro- you know <laughs> yeah and just all this shit and like so funny and so dark and I'm like and you just saying that there And granted, people that I end up hanging out with in life end up being funny or have good sense of humor for whatever reason, you know, uh, real recognizes real or whatever. Uh, But there's something about that, too. And I think maybe it was an asset that helped you recover. You were funny before, obviously. Or it's something that you came out with even stronger because you were like, you know, it was a. A fucking buoy a life raft or a way to you know a pot, a way to spit shine a fucking turd for a little while <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> yes no I, I have actually have not really totally thought about it that way but i i would say that that I, I think that's true i i think i think uh you know naturally being a little bit you know just uh goofier growing up but i think that you know to find that humor in the darkness i, th- I think is i think that is a, a a little bit of of both and i think that that did help i i mean you know because i you get to a certain point where you're just like yeah you can either you know, it, it, you either laugh or cry. And I think as we both know, there's there's a fine line sometimes between those moments yeah. where you're just like
0: it kicks I need in. One or just, the other right now. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. I need some release right now for, <laughs> yeah. for my, my, Maybe my I,
0: I don't know. It's yeah. one of these yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do some auto erotic asphyxia. i have got a little bit of both. I'll... Find out which one it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. Wait, I wait, uh, 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 one more te- one more question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Was any part of you realizing that this was going poorly? Because I find this path for a lot of addicts too. Uh, Because you're extrovert, you get into it from partying, from wanting to hang out and be around people. And then the few times that I felt like I was getting into a dark place is when it wasn't about being around people. And I feel like eventually you're doing heroin with some buds, but then eventually it just becomes like, I just want to do it in my room and have the door shut. And then you realize like, oh, my personality has changed. My like... Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm. I'm different now. Yeah.
1: Hundred percent. Yep. That and that's. Yeah. That was. Uh. Yeah. You. It's. It's. You realize it. Yeah. It completely gets you. You know, to the point where, and you. You know, you talked about this before, being being the second. Uh, you know, uh, uh, mess at the, at the party and still having fun and like you know there, there's still an element of that that it's like yeah people are always working through shit and you never know everyone has their own personal experience with with drug use and, and, and booze and every, every, all of it. Uh, but yeah, my personal thing was always kind of a little bit of the, of a, you know, fun time, Charlie. And then, and then you're like, there's, there's no fun time. Charlie's at a, you know, a Turkey Hill bathroom at, at 3.00 AM you know, <laughs> shooting up by yourself, by yourself. <laughs> right, right. Uh, that's, there's no fun time. Charlie's in that restroom. I promise you. <laughs>
0: that's the thing. Cause like, that is th- therein lies. Like, where you started here for like for that reason like oh man it's fun hey gotta keep the party keep the hey let's keep hanging out let's do oh uh, these guys are doing heroin they seem fun oh they're interesting they like good music let's do a little fucking smack oh okay blah blah <laughs> not not trying not to minimize all these huge insane oh, no, life choices different. people are making yep. and then eventually you're like by yourself you know like or you know doing whatever you need to do to make that money for that next hit or thinking about what you're going to do to get the next hit and you're like fuck I haven't been around people like I got into doing drugs because the hot girls were doing drugs or I started drinking because the older girls were drinking now no one is talking to me and I you know like I don't want to be around myself and that's part of it too is like you hate who you've become so that's That's the hard part with coming to terms with that shit but that's that that's a I'm glad like that's a solid marker if anyone's listening out there and you're going through this where you're like my friends don't even want to fucking do the kind of party and I want to do now it's like you know, think about that, man, take a yes. breath or a uh, woman, whoever you may be person, take a breath and just think about what that could mean. Uh, back, back to you, Murph, back, back to you about, uh, four years in decide like, yeah, with the help um, of your family, like time to no longer do this shit. Yeah, I think,
1: I think that was the, uh, uh you know, and, and then also finding, uh, again, with the, with the harm reduction thing. So, so I mentioned, uh. You know, going uh, once I did finally, uh, you know, say it's time. It's time because you know you get called out by by friends and family for a while, and then you push even even further uh, away. And and so I, I think, yeah, I, I think the fact that they were willing when I when I was to to come home, and I, and I just remember coming home to see my folks, and I, I hadn't been uh, around. I, I had a, my own apartment for a little bit, but then I was on the street, bouncing around, with motels and whatever people's couches wherever I, where I could be for a while. So you know, I, I just came home one day and, and, you know, my mom was there and, and in the kitchen and I just, you know, this is just a very vivid memory of just not, no, nothing was even really said. I just came in, we both started crying, hugged each other, got down on the floor in the kitchen, and, you know, rolled around hugging each other and just crying for a while. And, and that was, you know, that was the moment where it was just like, it's that you reconnect and it was just all the shit of like, I've known you forever. You know, I have a, I have a great relationship with, with my folks too. Like it was, so that was another hard part. You know, of course I was rebellious as a youth. I, I put them through, through hell. And I I was like, I don't even know if I'm a big enough person, you know, to, to be able to with open arms with you. like you guys did. So, so, right. so that's just really, really, really fortunate that that they were uh, willing to do that. And, and, and then I said, all right, let's, let's, let's make a run at it. So, but then the, the, the thing is with, with what treatment options are available and what, what kind of, you know, where the next steps are. And so, you know, I, I tried the, 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 the NA, you know, 12 step kind of thing. I went to uh uh, a place that, that's recently closed here, but it was called Choices. Uh, and it was just the, you know, just, just a real, yeah, a real shithole. I mean, it's uh, that's either
0: an improv theater or a rehab facility.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, which way do you want to ruin? Which way do you want to take a spiral? Yeah. yeah what wanna...
0: addiction, what uh, expensive addiction do you want to ruin your twenties and thirties? with? <laughs>
1: yep. yep. Wh- which dragon do you want to chase here? <laughs> the audience's laugh
0: or the, or the, or the heroin high. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, can a, I that's ask Can I ask Murph, was it, uh, a specific uh, one, particularly bad night, or just a, a a a bunch coming together that made you decide to go a back bunch. to your parents. A bunch.
1: It was a bunch coming together. There's, there was no necessarily one moment. Uh And you know, it's just I just I mean, not on empties. Like maybe like the best way, for, like just just emotionally, physically, also just the day to day grind. You know, I was for a while. I was I was able to 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 you know to to sell. Uh, you know, in the area, it's easy to make runs to Philly, and you start going and buying in bulk there for cheap and then, you know, selling it here. just, just feed your habit. I mean, there's no, you know, there, there, there's no uh, so getting high on your own supply. Like I, you know, I got high on my entire goddamn <laughs> supply. That's 101 if you're actually trying to make a, make a, make
0: a, yeah, a, a not do yeah. the drug you sell. It's like no, a famous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's
1: the way. Yeah. I mean, that's the why Yeah. That's yeah. the, and now, never,
0: and now you get fucking nicked one time coming in and uh, you're on the bus, you, you go, you're a guy now who's art like, objectively value added to society if some shit fucking you get hit there you're gone you're a a tax anomaly your life is ruined you're in in and out we know what happens once someone goes into jail how hard it is to get that stigma off of you get out of there period all that and like that's the shit like any one of those times you hear about someone like this it could be just and like not every obviously not every Story of someone getting busted is, like, a sad, like, like some of them are, you know, people are pieces of shit out there. But, like, you're making this bad decision because you have no choice because something is controlling your fucking choices, uh, to use that word again. And you could end up, you know, your whole life could end up being, you know, you make one more bad choice or someone or one thing of luck that, you know, that bus that you're taking from Philly gets rear-ended and cops, you know, like, anything could happen. You're fucking... And that's it. And like you're and now you're just a, a dude no one you're the funniest guy in the cell block if you're still alive. Yep. You know yes, what I mean? Yep. And that's the shit that breaks my fucking heart and I'm happy that it didn't happen to you. So you, so you go you go into choice you go into choices which is, choices. You're, ma- you're making choices at the time. Make
1: making choices. <laughs> I also have this great bit There was the you know the uh, the 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 uh, real uh, fancy uh, rehab of, of the stars, Promises, that's in Malibu, California. I was a bit too of like, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, but promises are expensive, but choices are a dime a dozen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got, I can't promise you shit, but hey, gotta give hey. you got to give me a couple of choices. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Got, I'll give you two of
0: them. I'll give you two of them.
1: Uh, yeah. So, so that was uh, choices didn't quite pan out for me. I've actually bolted night one uh, choices, ran out the fire skate. Uh, so that, that was not quite, again, f- for me, that wasn't totally, uh you know, what, what, so I, I did the cold turkey move. I I, I went down in my uh, my folks' basement, and I I'm just, I just have to keep saying it every every time. But like, very fortunate that they were willing to be like. Well, what do you you know? What do you need? We don't know anything about this. Like, yeah, we partied a little bit. We do whatever. You're, you know, you're this is another level. We don't totally know. Let us know what's here. So I'm just down in their basement, you know, watching like old VHS uh, tapes that are down there, and mom's making you know some soup. But you can eat anything. And you do whatever. And I, and I went through the first you know kind of the withdrawals. The the you know the famous, uh, you know, t- t- train spotting that they kind of sensationalize it and make it all this whatever, but it's 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 really really uh, you know no, a nightmare. Uh, but I got through that, and then what, what I found even worse was the psychological blowback afterwards, because then you get through the physical withdrawals, and you're like, all right, I'm out the 72 hours, you know, to three four days, I'm I'm on the other side of that, and then you just kind of like, well, now what? You know, what what's what's what the hell have I been doing this? I still have all that underlying stuff that I wanted to deal with, so. And, I, and I've, you know, kind of not put myself in any kind of position to to, to make a next uh, move. And so I, uh, you know, I, I went to the doctor to assess the damage. Uh, that was the thing, too, is just, you know, my, my folks paying out of fucking pocket. Like they worked five jobs between the two of them. They had no health care. Uh, so that's a fun thing. Um, but, they, they, you know, they paid out of pocket to get me to go and see a doctor and get some tests and blood work done and whatever. And I found out I had hep C. So that was, again, from, from what you mentioned earlier with the needle exchange programs and things with harm reduction that just should be you know, that, that's just part of, it just, it just, that we should have that available to everyone. Uh, and even if you want to, even on a moral standpoint, if you think that that's kind of a, uh, you know, gross and you don't want to deal with it, just on a, on a, on a, on a, on a burden to society, even if you're going to be that asshole, it's like, I don't care about the humans involved, but what's the cost to me of this? It's more costly. Like you get people with, 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 you know, and end up sh- sharing needles, getting disease. It's like needles are fucking cheap, man. If, if you have those and you have an exchange program, people will use it. Just like the Catholic Church wanted to be against condoms in the in, in the days of like, well, if you give the kids prophylactics, they'll they'll be fucking like rabbits. And yeah. you're
0: like, well, they're 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 fucking they're, like they'll be fucking anyway. And Catholic priests don't t- don't tell well, us who yeah. and who isn't fucking. Okay, yeah, right? yeah not, we don't. We're not are not going to take your word on who yeah. and who is not fucking.
1: Yes, yes, safe sex does not apply uh, to to what the <laughs> yeah, fucking it's garbage. It's all unsafe <laughs> with the
0: shit you guys are doing. Yes,
1: yes, uh, rubbers <laughs> or no rubbers. Uh,
0: um, yes, well, that's, so, so, and that's something that like that's something I always think about too on like a pure, like business. I do not see, I do not see, I see people as fucking commodities at that level. It's like having less people, less beings with hep C than without having less people with hep C and is safer for society, uh cheaper for society at, at that. And like, that, and like that's the, the negotiating. Like at- and if you can't agree on that, at least that you should at least need to hear, like it saves human beings lives. Right, like right, if that right. doesn't work, like <laughs> if I can't get through on those two, I don't know what the fuck you're. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. a bad sociopathic businessman. Like right, you right. just be a
1: be a good sociopathic money maker. Like come on,
0: yeah. be good at
1: it. Be good at it. Uh, yeah. So 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 that's kind of like uh, yeah. So so that was that was a year of treatment, and uh, you know they've come a long way with that medication for Hep C. But th- then it was kind of just a year of giving myself shots and i lost even more weight than i did when i was at my my fighting weight on on heroin and losing my hair and it's it's like a it's like a, a treatment to try to you know k- kill this virus in your liver so it's it's, it's a real it's a, it rocked me a little bit and that was kind of a rough patch to be like how do i now again it's like okay so i got over the hump got through the withdrawals i'm ready to go i want to be you know be a functioning member of my my family and and society uh and then it's like oh well now you got a year of uh of of, of uh Jesus of hell to go through, which is because there was no needle exchange uh, situation. So it's, so then I, I, I got through that, but, but it was, there was, there was some drinking, you know, and, and, and some psychedelics, honestly, it was another way with my head to get on straight aside from the physical part of it. It was just kind of like, what, who the hell am I? And, and what, what, what am I trying to do here? And, and just, again, this is all for me. Like when I always tell people about this shit, everyone's individual journey, like it's dangerous to try to ever do like the blanket stuff. E- each person is their, has, has their own thing. So you know, for me that, that worked, but I would never say to someone that was coming off like, yeah, you know what, get some, get, get some, uh, 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 uh some, some, uh, some mushrooms and, and, and go out to the, to the woods, go up to the Poconos and, and wander right. around for a couple right, of weeks right. and see, you know, <laughs> then you'll find yourself. I mean, I don't know, you know, I was, I was trying to do it. So, so it gave me a little perspective on like, well, yeah, you know, I want to maybe, uh, t- take a go at this performing thing. And, and, you know, comedy's is always something that, that, has interested me. And, you know, I was writing a lot when I was, uh, you know, to to varying degrees of of shit that's worth a damn. But, you know, when I was on heroin and when I was, you know, just up from high school, even just writing of stuff. So I I kind of, it's like, here's something to rally behind. Here's something that I'm passionate about. Let me, let me get through this. Uh, And so, so yeah, again, my my folks are there to help through that. And so, so I, so I did get through that point. um, But some smoking weed a little bit. I mean, especially with that you know, it's like appetite. It's kind of like a, you know, I don't like liken it to like chemo of what people are going through, but it is that thing where it just kicks the shit out of your body for, for a year right, uh, right. To, to kill this thing. And so wasn't eating whatever. So, you know, smoke a little weed and, and I could eat it, you know, eat a sandwich. So, and I then think you those found,
0: the- and at that time you can like smoke weed and then you don't feel that. What you felt like when you shot up, like when you're, you know, you're like it isn't the same, and whether it's just not the same for you or your brain has gotten to the point of like we're not getting addicted to some shit again or whatever, you know, like, like, yeah, you could just feel, you just knew uh, making that adult decision, you're like this is not a slipper for some people I, and i i trust a lot of people like people will tell me they'll be like i can't even fuck with anything anymore cuz it's just i'll you know i'll take a couple of cbd gummies and then the next weekend i'll be like texting someone to get coke i'm like okay yeah yeah no <laughs> each <laughs> to each their own you know like yep. i get, yep. I get it. But then you will notice, I know people who are in like in, in, this. My fentanyl buddy, and he's like, yeah, he drinks like seven nights a week and f- smokes weed on Sundays. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> <laughs> Zach, keep holy that Sabbath, brother. Yeah, and he's and he's fine, and he's quote unquote fine. He's alive. Yeah. So many people, so many of his peers, and so it's one of those things too. And 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 God bless you, Murph, for getting out of it. But it's one of those things too that you do from twenty to twenty four. Then again, from thirty one to thirty, you know, like, and that's yeah. I'm seeing a lot of my f- friends getting hit, uh, and friends of friends, and and family members and shit getting hit when they're like, oh, I thought they got, I thought they got clean, and they're like, no, some shit, backslide, backslide. Now they're and now they ODed, or that now they've yes. committed and suicide. That's a you know. big,
1: yep, that's a big thing when you're off for a while too. Is that tolerance goes down, and and now the you know with with you know when we. In my day, you know, you you you're buying heroin, you know, you're getting heroin. It's like Jesus, these kids now you, you buy something, you get that fentanyl. <laughs> it's creeping in. Crazy, everything. yeah. So oh, it's, man. It's, it's, it's yeah. When you're off for a while, and and again, you know, I think this is just, and I, I'm always, you know, this is this is my opinion on this. Just in general, is that's why with harm reduction, abstinence being a part of it, but also not being the whole thing, because I do believe the psychology. Runs hand in hand. There's a reason the 12-step program was was adopted by the court system. Was adopted by, you know, I, I think that that mentality sometimes too of this, you know, falling off the wagon stuff. It's like p- people are sober for you know 10 years, and that means to them literally not a you know substance at all. Other you know, maybe chain smoking and, and chugging coffee at the meetings as
0: as we as we all do. <laughs> I, I you can always you can always there's a vibe to a lot of my addict friends where it's like. And it's like, just tell me what's okay to be addicted to. It's like, I, I got I got friends who drink coffee and smoke cigarettes and run like they used to drink and do drugs. And it's like, I smoke a pack a day and I run eight miles a day. And it's like, yep. I don't understand how you do both those fucking things. four yep. K
1: four K in a carton, like that's yeah. The, yeah exactly, that's the, exactly. No, they defy they defy science. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's and and that helps a lot of people. You know, with some 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 personalities, you know, it runs the gamut. But a lot of people there's there's obsessive nature kind of to you yeah in, yeah in your in your thing so it's like let me let me put something in that could be you know at least again, less harmful than 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 what it was i was doing and so you know i think that that's uh that's what's tough you mentioned some friends and i, I have the same thing uh when people and then one time you know you have that one drink and, and if, if you've been told the whole thing you have one and you spiral and go out of control then when you do that you kind of think well I fucked up. I lose the, the, you know, the the chip that I have, or I can, I can no longer say five years sober change, whatever it is. I might as well make this a weekend. I might as well go bender on this. I'm going to go down, go down to the, to the trop in Atlantic city or whatever the hell's still open. Yeah. It's
0: like, well, that's like that extremist, like that super strong point of view on sex too. And it's like, Oh no, uh, I feel horny and I don't think I'm supposed to. So, but, uh, If I'm gonna get in trouble anyway, I'm gonna just do. And and now that I'm maybe had unprotected sex, I can't tell anyone because it's such a stick. It's so stigmatized. I'm supposed to say no, I can't. And if you're someone who's like able to turn and go, like I look, I had a fucking drink this weekend. I actually didn't feel that crazy or out of control. I just wanted to see if I could. Or I missed having a beer with my brother. You know, as an old tradition. And just I did it, and I don't think I lost control. Like but people can't have that conversation people and and i feel like a lot of the problems we have and this is me obviously a white straight man whose life has been pretty oh pretty cush non-stop it's a lot of the problems we stem from is just like the like we're not allowed to say hey i think i want to fuck guys and i know you keep talking to me about girls but i like think i like dudes like yeah like just I think I, I, I want I, – I'm curious about this drug. I'm curious about this lifestyle. I'm curious about this profession. I'm curious about – because we don't, like, let people – like, we, we tell everyone, no, here's the rules here. And, yeah, there are rules for babies where it's like, don't put your finger in anywhere near an electric socket. Eventually, you're going to be 25 and have to plug in a laptop. And your fingers are <laughs> going to be near the electric circuit. But we're assuming – we yelled at you when you were fucking two. You knew what? To, but at f- five – or eight when you're set, when your kid's charging a switch, you're not like ah, watch your, you know, like you gotta trust them at some point. Like yes, I'll tell them about why you're sometimes allowed to touch the electrical outlet because power comes from there, and we need it for fucking air conditioning and computers and video games and shit. Yes, <laughs> that, that is,
1: that's absolutely it, man. It's like treating people. I mean, you know, we're talking about basic human dignity, and everything you just said there is 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 it's all the intersectional aspects of this, which is why I think that the harm reduction movement at large is even greater than just. A treatment for potential, you know, harmful drug use. It's 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 the whole idea of of this, you know, a social movement uh, for for you know equality and for for lifting stigma and for stop marginalizing uh, people for behaviors and for who they are and and, and like so. I, I think it's all it's all interconnected and, and 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 it and it does go back to 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 that. It's like well, what we're asking for here is 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 just some human dignity and I think that goes across the board and it starts with us. It starts at the bottom. That shit's never going to start at the top. So it's, right, it's, right. it's, you know, so it's, it kind of, it's working through that, which is what I hope to do, you know, and it's why I, I try at least, and this is, you know, my lofty goal, but at least when, when you're, when you're making, you know, yuck yucks about this, about this kind of shit, I mean, it's experiences I went through. So, the, you know, there's that you, you get the long leash, but I also don't want it to be damaging in a way where. It's, it's, you know, because sometimes you get into that. And I did this early on where you're like, oh, let me tell this crazy story about that was me back then. And I'll tell like a wild thing. And and that's certainly uh, a fun. But it just for, for what I ended up happening to me from those stories and filling in the blanks, I, I try to frame it a little bit more in a way where it's like it's not glorifying, uh, but it's also not, you know, shame, uh, you know, trying to trying to make it you know, shameful. It's almost just that like the, the, we're, we're human beings. We live lives. This, this is the one I, I, you know, I've led up until now and you know, no, no one way or the other, let's find some humor in it in the hopes that we can all kind of talk about this stuff in a, in a different framing.
0: Yeah. So it's, you're not, your new stuff that you're doing now is not just like, like, I mean, this is how I pretty much started out doing the business too, is just like, this is a true thing that happened to me and it's fucking yeah. fucked up. And I don't think we live the same life uh, you <laughs> and me audience. So yeah. to you, you're going to be like, this isn't it, like, and I think, for a while, that's what we do. And you realize yeah. you've had a certain life experience. And, but now that you've got that, uh, you know, 2020, uh, not hindsight, not 2020 vision hindsight. <laughs> now you got 2020 vision. <laughs> now your vision
1: improves somehow.
0: Yeah. Now you're doing better, bro. Life's turning around. No, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, now you have the fucking depth, the context where you're like, I can, let's talk about a little bit about this. And you have your, you know, your opinions and your, uh, you know, your points of view that you're going to get across now. And it's not all about like how fucking funny is this? Like how imagine seeing what I looked like then, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, Yeah.
1: That's a big part of it. Yeah. Because it's the, it's the, it's the, you know, we can laugh at me. The the, the gateway there is for me is at least like, yeah, we can laugh at me, but that can't be where the, where the, where the laughter stops. It's like, I'm trying to point those arrows up to be like, let's start, you know, laughing a little bit about the absurdity of, of some of this systemic you know, uh, oppression and, and just treatment and just the way, the way the whole framing is, is like, yeah, you try to, that's the lofty goals. That's exactly right. We all start out with that. Just like, well, I can be the clown. I, I can do the little thing and we can kind of laugh at how much of a mess I am, but right. you know, we've right. seen too many comedians too go, going down that road. And it's, it, it, that's, you know, if that's, if that's the, 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 you know, the ceiling of what it is, you start to get real sad about yourself, you know, it's, it's right. It's like, this is not something to just like, we can laugh about that as an, as an entry point to start really talking about bigger issues. But at first, if that's all you do, it's then it just kind of becomes like, Oh man, you know, that's, Yeah, at that's some point,
0: the- at some point you realize if, if that's all you are, you got to make more of those stories and, and to make more of those stories requires making bad fucking choices. <laughs> yeah, uh, right? Once you've decided what you're, what you, what the choices you need to be making are. And that's when you start to go like, Okay, time to reevaluate. I don't think I could keep up this, like, uh, this level. Well, up. The well is getting re- <laughs> yeah. empty. Uh, do I, what do I need? Yeah. What it's sort not of something that I need it. to be refilling. I'm oh. now a fucking m- married 38 year old. I don't think I should be getting in fist fights in a fucking rugby tournament and like, yep, like yep. jumping out of a moving bus to fucking <laughs> say hi to a girl. Like n- yep. none of that shit anymore. No, <laughs> no.
1: And the sequel's never as good as the original. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you,
0: you get one crack at that turkey hill
1: bathroom. That, I don't need to go back there. Especially the if it's
0: the same act. If you're not rebooting Uh-oh. it with younger, handsomer people and it's the same actor, it's oh, boy. it's a little depressing. That's uh, the so that's what you're trying to get all this out with. Um, uh, Murph is self-medicated. Your yeah. uh, your, which is now a Ted. Is it a Ted talk? Is, is it, it a, <laughs> a it's yes. a, it, it's an Instagram live series that I've seen you've been doing and it's going to be a podcast, but let's talk, talk to my listeners a little bit about what you got going on, where they could find you and shit. Yeah. Um,
1: um, yeah. So the, so the, uh, the other good thing is kind of uh, uh, I, I've been reaching out to a lot of folks, cause like I said, I didn't know uh, a lot about harm reduction. So I've been talking to people in that space professionals and, and, you know, just uh, it, kind of drug users themselves are, are leading the whole movement, which is another exciting thing instead of just, you know, doctors from afar saying, well, this is how we, you know, assess it. it it's kind of a movement uh, for drug users by drug users. So I've been talking to a lot of people who have that experience and that's been really great with the Instagram live stuff. So I use my own personal Instagram. I didn't kind do a whole thing of like, let me just, you know, start this, uh, it's its own thing. So I, I've been posting those on my Instagram, uh, that's at Murph Meyer and then, uh, self is, is the website that has everything. So the, there's live streams we're doing now as I'm recording the podcast, which will be uh, released uh, towards the end of the year.
0: That's awesome, man. And, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I've always enjoyed talking to you. I'm glad we got to do it in a formal me setting, too, buddy. Thank I've- you for having me, man. I, I, I missed, I missed that face. Please, dude. I miss you too. And I'm just going to take a moment to be serious to say I'm super proud of what you're doing and what you have done in the past. And I'm glad to hear you know, that that's behind you and that you're helping other people. And if anyone is listening to this and is uh, you know, thinking about seeking treatment or help or something like that, make that fucking move. Yes. That and, first and set, also I'll, set, I'll plug not, the website not,
1: again just really quick because it, all resources that I have on there as well. And I always try to you know, there's always the shameful plugs, but in, in reality, even if you don't listen to my goddamn podcast, go into <laughs> self-medicated pod, there's a resources tab and it's a lot of great harm reduction. Uh, you know, the national harm reduction coalition and, and never use alone is a line you can call, uh, and, and places to get Narcon, uh, Narcan mailed, uh, to help with overdose. So there's, there's all the great resources. So go to the website if, if you are kind of having a rough go of it or someone, you know, and you love, is, yeah. uh, there's, there's resources there.
0: And my, and I'll say one of the big, uh, I feel like motivating factors behind a lot of people who are similar to me in personality, maybe similar to you in personality. Um, if you think you're not going to be funny anymore on the other side of this, or creative, or as interesting, or as charming, that has been proven to be patently untrue. Yep. So that's one that, of the fibs that, we that,
1: tell ourselves for that's sure. That's one of
0: the things we tell ourselves so that we can keep doing. I get my best ideas when I'm drinking. I, you know, I. And the smoothest at talking to women when I've had a couple of drinks. I'm the best at what – we convince ourselves that we have reasons that we need to do this. But I promise you, you're – you're. I bet you you're just as funny if not funnier. your work ethic is certainly better. Like – just something to think about if that's the thing that's holding you back is some you think it's some facet of your personality, or if you think it's why some people like you. And it might be why some of the same users like you and they will dislike you because it'll be a reflection on them when you when you quit or whatever. But don't take that as judgment. you know, don't worry, if you want to get out of what you're doing, Just fucking go for it. Don't you'll be a better person on the other side. I promise That's the truth. And you're not a worse person for doing it now, but no, no, but
1: you will be. Yeah. If that's one of the fibs you're telling yourself that holds you back. I couldn't agree more artists in general. That's trust me that the perspective you gained on the other side is, is, worth uh, yeah 100 times more than what what it was when you're needy
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, murph That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your perspective you're you're stronger cuz now you've got both points of view. You've been there yeah. done that as we as yeah, us that's old that's people old. say. As <laughs> us old heads say. <laughs> yeah. <it>.
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, kids. Yeah. yeah the, the old the old heads are are uh, yeah, are, are are philosophizing over here. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, but next we get it. next time one of us is on the other one's coast, uh let's uh eat a couple of caps and high five in the stars. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that so much. Um, uh, guys, as always, I'm at Gabrison on social media at gabris on social media, follow Murph, follow me, check out uh, selfmedicatedpod.com. self medicated Um, uh, all the details will be Murph's tagged in this tweet or the Instagram that you got this post from. Uh, check out Action Boys, actionboys.biz on Patreon. And then also, the Gino Lombardo show is now on Stitcher Premium. Promo code Gino gets you one free month. Uh, check it out there. Season two is airing now. Uh, enjoy. Bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I
1: definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers
0: united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. I'm loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. you mentally irregular.
1: <laughs> now...
0: game in town. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're <laughs> going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? <laughs> I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. <laughs> yes, I understand. This is now the <laughs> 20th ending of the movie. <laughs> I am dark. I'm your dad. Action. Boys. Boys
1: will be boys.
0: Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall.